Hey everyone, I'm just popping in before this very exciting episode of the Devon Hour podcast to say that me, Macy, and Naya, we are talking about our college experience from our perspective. So if you are someone who went to school with us or someone who probably works at the school and knows us um, and you feel away, that is none of our business. And I could tell you right now, 100%, we do not care. So with that being said, I hope you enjoy this episode. I had a good time. It's just friends kicking in and talking about our experiences. So I hope you enjoy. Now, let's get into the episode. It's probably me. Okay. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) 10 minutes later. (laughs) Hopefully all that saved. That was funny. I think it said it paused in the corner. So I might do a little collage out of that, out of the first Mm -hmm. 10 minutes. Anyways, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Devon Hour. (laughs) And this is the first official episode because this is happening Well, this episode for y'all. This is for y'all. This is going to be uploaded after the, uh, the introduction episode of the season. So this okay. is the second one. So you guys are special. So there Yes, you go. basically first episode. Yeah, basically the first episode. So for this week's episode. Read and Dan, same people. Yep. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so for this week's episode, we are just mainly reflecting on our college experience. And what and the main reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I really feel like I I just started to reflect on the experience honestly i feel like it kind of just flew by within the last four years and i didn't really get to relive it or like really um relish in it or whatever so i couldn't think of anybody else but the two people who essentially been on the devon hour since the beginning of the damn show so naya and macy is back they're making their return to the damn podcast naya what is going on (laughs) who knows (laughs) who is in there it's nobody in here. It sounds like something in the ceiling was moving. It's Someone had to look up. I don't know what's happening over it's a, there. It's a damn squirrel. I've had squirrels inside my roof before. I had birds. You probably seen on my ow. I just hit my arm. You probably seen on my uh, on my Instagram stories that I had birds in my roof for a little bit. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that was the worst experience of my entire life, them bitches don't shut up. They just chirp and chirp and chirp nonstop. And they're babies, so they'd be there for like a couple weeks before they decide to fly off on their own. Mm-hmm. Well, when the squirrels were stuck in my roof, they used to run across the ceiling in the middle of the night, I guess trying to, like, figure out how to get out because they didn't got in there. Can't <laughs> figure out how to get out. Used to, used to hear them, like, their nails, like, scratching across the floor, and them running back and forth trying to get out. I used to be so annoyed. I used to be scared because I thought that they were going to, like, fall through the ceiling at some point the way that they was running across the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I saw today? So the Bronx, I feel like, has an overpopulation of black squirrels. So these squirrels are black as shit. Like, they're black as hell. And I was like, what is going on in the Bronx that the squirrels are turning black? What is this? 
right. I've seen blonde, uh, blonde squirrels, strange, like completely blonde, and I'm like, very odd. I thought we just had one version of the squirrel, them little brown ones. Right. Yeah. The uh, the gray ones. I mean, yeah, I knew that there was gray and brown, but I've never seen black. Never thought of a brown one, and never thought of a black one. Seen blonde ones and said, "Oh, they come in colors." Okay. I know that there's red ones and they're flying mm-hmm. ones. I know there's flying yeah. squirrels. Yes, Naya, there's some flying squirrels. <laughs> I'm just mind my business. Nani already call them tree rats. We don't like them. No, we don't because they're vicious. Well, anyways, oh, so question for the room. Uh, I've been saving this for Macy Naya. I asked you this earlier. Will you be taking the vaccine? No. Macy, <laughs> well, there was no, there was no discussion, I guess, for that. Um, I guess I'm saying no too, to be honest. First of all, I really barely ever get a flu shot, so like I got one this year because of COVID going on, but like I, it is very rare and in between when I get flu shots. So, I mean, I don't know what's happening. Like I thought that they were saying it was going to be like required. It might, it might be if people start taking it. Uh, I think I think it depends on like the profession. I think they're really pushing for like a care field to get a vaccine for it. But uh, this year was my first year ever getting a flu shot. And that was just simply because my job made it mandatory, or it was an automatic like term. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a uh, a religious or a medical reason as to why you couldn't take the flu shot, and a before, because I was going to, because I was going to deny the flu shot, because they used to, the the flu shot had pork in it, and it has egg in it, so if you're allergic to eggs, you can deny the flu shot, and um, they removed the pork yeah. from the flu shot, so now yeah. I can't even say that, oh, it has pork in it, I can't take the flu shot, so I had to take it. Um... Who was frying up some eggs for the damn flu shot? Right. Very confused. I don't know if this... I think it's a raw egg. Very, not the, not the whisking an egg. I don't, I don't know why an egg is inside there. I don't know why pork was inside there either. Right. But I said, I said, so what about the vegans? Like, what, like, what do they say? Because technically, being a vegan isn't... Like, that's not a religion... And being vegan isn't really like medical. Like most people that go vegan aren't vegan for like a medical reason. They go vegan because that was the life choice that they wanted to make. So, what do you say when they want to inject you with an egg? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, I'm going to just. Pra- I said. I told you. I'm just going to practice my six feet. My my social distancing. And I wear my mask, but I'm not, I'm not getting a vaccine. No time soon. Girl, even once we are allowed to like go outside and roam freely again, I'm still wearing this damn face mask. I'm still wearing a face shield. Like I'm going to be out here geared up still, regardless. Especially, especially you being in New York City, like even once they start opening things back up and stuff, especially being in a hot spot like that. I just wouldn't trust it right away. Like it has to be at the least three months go by everything being opened back up and then see if like numbers start to spike again without like, without 
um, without being without a face mask. Like, I would definitely, if I'm going to be somewhere like New York City or something, I would definitely still be wearing my face mask. And then it's like, all this time, I didn't got accustomed to wearing my face mask for eight plus hours. So, I, I don't, it ain't going to bother that me. On. I forget right. that it's on. Yeah. So. I don't forget that mine is on only because the mask that I be wearing, they be slipping off my face. And that's simply because, like, it start, like, getting, like, loose around my ears. I be having to, like, double tie it and stuff. Mm -hmm. That's just because. You got some little ass ears. That's what that is. <laughs> I don't have no little ears. That's far from the truth. I got some big ears. <laughs> I just got hair that covered them. But that's a different story for a different day. Period. All right, lovely. I love how my show became a, a scientific <laughs> hypothesis. Right. Show. <laughs> a TED talk. I can't. Yes. Love that for us. So, today, like I said, we're talking about our college experience. And I was really trying to figure out how I should go about this. Like, should we go by year by year or just moment by moment or just like topic by topic? But I just decided just to kind of go with the flow. I have some like course questions and stuff over here. Mm -hmm to kind of guide us through. Um, but I just want to know, first off, how would you sum up your college experience? Well, first off, let me just tell the world, we went to Kane University. So that's where we filmed the show from. This is, this is mainly for a lot of the new viewers. Now we have graduate, well, me and I are graduated. Macy, what, what is going on with you? Don't know. Uh, so <laughs> this is, I guess I can say this was technically the last semester. I still have one final class that I have to take because I just withdrew from it when I took it during the summer. So I still have that last three credits that's, that's just hanging on. And they already sent me my nice little email. It looks like you're ready to apply for graduation. So <laughs> see you on 2021. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yes, finally. Oh, love that. Okay, great. So yes, uh, how would you sum up? <laughs> Uh, your college experience like how would you describe it who's going first <laughs> oh I assumed that you were going first because oh I guess I guess so I guess I'll go um how could I sum it up I mean there's a lot of different things to say I guess I mean Kane University is not one of the more popular schools in New Jersey no so I mean I guess we can say our friend group that all came together throughout our years at school we made the best out of our experience i think if we went to a different university that could be a different story because we would have more things to look back on like oh remember this remember that but i think overall based on the friend group that i've made in the last four years i think we made the best out of our situation i mean it was a good time. You know, we, we all had our ups and downs. I mean, that's what happens. You know, we fell out with our folks and we got back together. <laughs> um, Kane University teaching wise is trash, but I mean, no, you know, just the science department. Okay. Well, fine. I'll say the science department, the science department really doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Like, I no. mean, yes, it is known that the science department and the art department are the first ones that receive the hits when things happen at yep. universities when you lose funding and things like that so it, it's understandable but being a science major was definitely difficult throughout these four years because a lot of the times I didn't really know what I wanted to do because it was just so much uncertainty going on in the program um you know your advisors try to help you as much as they can but they're not help. 
they're not realistically on the same path as you are. So they can only try to guide you in the right direction. But a lot of the times those decisions might not be right for you as the individual student. And so, yeah, I mean, um, I definitely didn't skate through college. Like I had a hard time all four years. Like I, I, I didn't pass a lot of classes and I had a hard time. But my overall experience, um, I mean, I think I had a good experience. I think I can look back on college and be like, oh, college was fun, whatever. Um, I had a life-changing experience. I went to China for a month um, and did research with that. You did so, go to China. Yeah. So, I mean, I there there are some really good highlights um, in my college career. And there's also some really other things that, that won't be discussed on the Devin Hour. <laughs> Or just, but or just might. They probably already been discussed. It's probably already so been on the seven hour. This here. Right. It's it's <laughs> been a seven hour over these past four years. It's been on. <laughs> but overall, I think that you know, I mean, you make lifelong friends in college, and you know, the people that you stay con- the people that you stay connected with now, for the most part, are probably going to follow you throughout the rest of your life. So, um, yeah, overall, it was good. I don't really know Quiet. what to do. I don't really know still what I'm going to do right now when I finally graduate in 2021. I really don't know because uh, as I got to the end of my senior year, you know, I got, I came to some realizations that the path that I thought I was going to take is it might not necessarily work anymore. Yes. So, so, I mean, you know, I'm just going to see what happens from here, but overall I can't, like, I don't know how people can say, Oh, I hated college. Like, no. I don't know if I would say like, oh my God, I love college so much. I was overjoyed all four years. No, not that either. But overall, I think it was a good experience. Right. I I definitely do think that college was an experience that was a little bit overhyped and fabricated a lot, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, specifically yeah. through like the media and stuff, because they portray college as being like this experience where it's just like, I don't know, this, this is heightened experience, but in reality, it's kind of like you're going day by day, and it's just right. it is what it is. And like I said, I think that possibly if we went to a different university, maybe we would have a different, a little bit of a different narrative on I that. Think, like, I since, think we would have been more depressed <laughs> if we went to another university. I don't know, to be honest, because I feel like if we went to a more like, quote unquote, party school, or like, say we went to an HBCU or something like that, I think that the college experience would definitely be vastly different from than what we went oh, through. Oh, y'all right now like I would I, not last in the HBCU. You're right. right like Kane University is fairly dry compared to like a Rutgers or a Rowan or stuff or something like that. So yeah, that's yeah. why I said we made the most out of our situation and we made it good. There was really nothing about Kane University that is so monumental that's gonna be like, oh my God, people should go to Kane University. No. We made it good because of our friend group and all of our shenanigans. Kane University, it, it really didn't matter what university we went to because we still would have had our banter either way. Yeah. So the school, <laughs> right, the school in general did nothing for us, not, not necessarily, that we couldn't get anywhere else. So that's, that's true. That's true. Naya, your thoughts? It's Callie in the background that's sending me for real. I know. <laughs> <laughs> too much. It's too much. So, um, how do I feel about Kane? <laughs> <laughs> Naya, I, to be honest, I feel like you had probably the best four years out of all of us. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I was thinking that. I was looking like, I don't, like, I don't know what everybody, like, 
yes, I was right there, so I know what everybody else went through, but for me, college was fairly easy, like a breeze. There was very, like, I can count on, I can count on one hand how many issues I had that I had, like, serious issues that I had on that campus. Yeah. Fair from being with professors. Um, one roommate situation, and <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> but like, uh, so I would say that it was fairly easy for me, and I think it's because I went in there like, well. I don't even know. I was going to say I went in here with a certain mindset, but let me tell you something. When I pulled up to that EOF and I seen all them black kids, I was shook because I hadn't <laughs> been around black, like black, black people and like urban black people in, <laughs> in almost four years. So right. that's true. That's I true. Had, that is something true. I had, I had a culture shock. Like, yeah, I like, I can't deny that. Like that happened. Like, yeah, that's true. Like I, like I was talking about it with, uh, my cousin Jarrell, and I was like, I shout was like, uh, shout out to him, shout out to <laughs> my favorite cousin, one of them. But yeah, um, it was just, it was, it was a culture shock for me because I had just came from this suburban high school. I'm coming from South Jersey. I'm probably the only, I was the only Camden girl inside of the whole, like, the only person from Camden from the whole entire EOF. So for me, it was it was a culture shock just simply because of how I was raised. So everybody knows, like, yes, I'm from Camden, but I've grown up more suburban than anything. Like, so um, I went to a white high school, so I was surrounded by nothing but white people. And to go from that to... EOF, and I'm just saying EOF in general because that's for disadvantaged students, usually from urban communities. Yep. It was a it was a shock. Like I had to readjust from that. Like my roommate was from Newark. Um, what else? There was a white girl inside my room, but she was she wasn't like a like a like a real like white girl. Like not from what I was experiencing in high school. Right. And high school was like bona fide white people. And then like, and not then, like white people trying to be black. That was white. Yeah, and then and then and then there was the but the weird thing is the room that I was in kind of sort of fit me. Like we had we had a rough around the edges north north girl. We had a white girl that that was white but like black potentially. Yeah, she had soul, like that's just that. And then I had like what you would consider a Oreo black girl inside my class. Well, not inside my class, inside my room. So it was like a mixture of something that I wasn't expecting and just being around those people. Like it put me somewhat at more ease, but talking to the other people, well, being around other people, that was the culture shock because I had to reintroduce myself to that black lifestyle I had to remember you are black sweetie well not that I ever 
disassociated myself with my blackness, but had to remember, you are black, these are black people, get over it. And then... (laughs) 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 But no, it's true, though, because I feel like with your experience, you know, coming from the white high school, with my experience, I feel like I kind of had the opposite. Being from nothing but hood, being around nothing but people of color, and then going to Kane after EOF, and being surrounded by nothing but white folk, and why is this dog barking? Anyway, Naya, I, I got to tell you about this later on, child. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, like, coming coming from Jersey City and then going to Kane and then being surrounded by white kids and black kids who act like they're white, that was a culture shock for me. I was like, what the hell is going on? My classrooms at Kane were very diverse. Yes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there wasn't just, you know, oh, white people, a class full of white people, and then you see two black kids. No, like, there was... There was there niggas, was and then there was Indian, and then, and then there was a Spanish right. folk. Everybody, yeah, there was, everybody. There yeah. were options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was options. It depends and, on the major, though, but because you were yeah. psychology and you were science, so, of course, there's going to be, like, a little bit of mix-up in there. But when you get... Right. I took a business class. Oh, hell no, it was white as hell. Remember those two business classes I took? Oh, my yeah. God. There were white folk up in there. And I, when I tell you, I was shooketh. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. hell, I'm going to be uh, passing by the skin off my damn teeth in this class, child. But, yeah, mm-hmm. but we got lucky because com- communications, it was nothing but people of color up in there because we all got a lot of shit to say. So psychology. Right. Um, I think that the, the science department is definitely a melting pot. It's kind of everybody. It's kind of like white people that want to do stuff, black people that want to do stuff, and then the others. <laughs> I'm not going to group them all into one group, but it was yep. definitely like not one overpowering the other. It was, it was definitely a mixture basically throughout all four years in all my classes, unless it was like general education, like chemistry classes or something like that. But the more like Pendant classes, it was definitely a mixture. Mm, yeah. And so I felt like uh, because of the diversity in the classrooms in my major and just the, because when you go to Keene and let's be honest, if you're in the College of Arts, any of them, nine times out of 10, You. you got you got more free electives than you do actual core classes. So Shh, don't say it too loud, child. Don't be telling people that. <laughs> don't over don't over flood the the the, the field because we're right. That's class. why everybody thinks they could do what we do now because just like it's easy. Right. I'm just like yeah. uh. it depends. It depends. It do it do depend. You're right. You're right. It depends on the student you are because let's face it, we did have papers to write. They were long. Especially especially like psych, you had a lot of research papers to do. So don't just think that oh girl, the people who wrote my paper were the people who actually wrote the damn article I was copying and pasting from, okay? That's (laughs) not plagiarism. That's communication for you. It's not plagiarism. It's it's um you tried it. But it's not plagiarism when you reword it, you know, and you do it's called paraphrasing. Period. Anyway, so, um, 
blowing up my spot. <laughs> um, so like, like I said, so because of the diversity in the classes and the major that you're like the major that I was in, it was more heavily discussion based more than facts and <laughs> and anything else. Like we're more talking about theories here, like generalizations and um I feel like personally that's what expanded my mindset the most like learning from the different cultures that's inside the classroom yeah um, really yeah, for sure. really uh learning that um the culture the socioeconomics like all of that played a factor into like what I learned inside school and um, that's just academic wise socially <laughs> it could have went better i'm not gonna lie like you know what i was okay i just need to be very transparent wait 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 go ahead do you want to because this is that we have three minutes remaining do you want to oh, end yeah. this and then come back in okay yeah i'll do that because this because this is gonna be a topic that's gonna be right, right that's a yeah. topic so honestly naya you brought up a really good point because I do feel as though socially it could have been a lot better, but then also we have to look at the people that we were surrounded by. And I was, th- I was talking to my mom about this and I was like, damn, like I know a lot of people, like I feel like I got close to a lot of people outside of Kane than while in Kane. And I think it's mainly because of the, of the situation that we were in and these people going to their own little groups of friends or whatever. And, and, to be right. honest, our crew, we really didn't rock with a lot of people like that. Because we, cause we didn't tolerate shit. Like, we, we were done right. really fast. The thing is, I think that all the people that we associated ourselves with throughout the years already had separate friend groups that we mm-hmm. kind of would, would mess with when we felt like it. So when they broke off on the, with their friend groups, that's kind of like, when the the I'm not gonna call it a friendship because we definitely weren't friends with all these damn people. But <laughs> I wasn't people, friends with any of them nine times of, out of ten. Like them, <laughs> all the people we associated with freshman year. I'm not gonna sit here and say that they were my friends. Like we were cool freshman year, and then we went our separate ways. So, and a lot of those groups of people already were friends with people beforehand too, that they came to college with. So I think that that's one of the main things. Like. Our group kind of just stayed our group. Like sometimes we would have a couple extra outliers in our group, but eventually they found their way back out. And here we are with the same three people that <laughs> were from the jump. So all the people that were in it and are in it now is kind of just like, you know, they already had their separate situations going on. We kind of all came in it together. Like you and Naya came in it together because of EOF. And yeah. me and Naya came in it together because of high school and touring so that's kind of how we all stay connected because we all had our separate connections but all connected to each other at the same time we weren't really connected to any of those people we went around to have our drink and to have our fun and then that was it (laughs) so that's why all those other flings or whatever fell off because that wasn't nothing really going on we knew where the shenanigans were happening and we made ourselves available at that time and then when we were done with that, we went back about our business. But one thing I will say about us, though, 
is that we were open to like uh, associating ourselves with other people. Mm-hmm. I feel like the issue with a lot of the other people who we went to school with was that they were so focused on having their own specific group of friends that I think they for, they honestly forgot to even associate themselves with other other people. Because um, right. we were, I feel like we were very much open. I feel like if you wanted yeah. to come with us and hang out with us, then you were doing that. Um, right. But when you start getting onto that bullshit and that stuff that we just don't really tolerate, mm-hmm. then we're just kind of like, okay, girl, like you could kind of go on like every single time right. i feel like damn my college my college friend group would be kind of small we'll go out and we associate with other people and then i'll be like I, there's a reason why it was small because exactly exactly <laughs> because every time we try to either bring someone new into our group or we go along with other people's stuff something is always popping off and we like see this is why we don't mess with this yeah. is why we don't do that and Naya can definitely speak on that because Naya never really went out with us freshman year because she didn't mess like with nobody, nobody that we no. would be going out with. And now us looking back, we can kind of see like, okay, yes, there was always drama here. I knew the rule from the jump, but nobody ever wants to listen to me. I mean, so I'm not got to learn their own lessons. I'm not regretting us hanging out with them because nothing popped off like with us. Like it kind of was just like we. We were there for the shenanigans, and then when it was time to remove ourselves, we removed ourselves. So it wasn't like I'm regretting hanging out with those people that I hung out with. But just looking back, now we see why, whether it was our relationship with them or their relationship with other people, why it fell off. Because we see the way that these people like to move. And, you know, it was cool. Freshman year, you know, we had just got to college. We didn't know how to act. We was just ready to have our drink and turn up. But once things start to, you know, once things start to, people start to go their separate ways and people start to, you know, do whatever they're going to do, that's when we're like, okay, we had our fun. Now we're going to let y'all go handle y'all drama because we're not in that. Yeah, I think. And the cycle kind of continued with that throughout each year when new people would come along. But every time people would go and do whatever they're going to do. And we would come back to our collective and be like, look, y'all, you know, we're not, we're not dealing with that anymore. So I guess when I, when I found my crew at EOF, when I found Brielle, when I found Naya, Dominique, uh, I was, going, <laughs> 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 um, you know, when I found my friends, I was like, y'all, yeah, set, this is it. Y'all cool. Cause right. to be honest though, cause a lot of, it, and Jerison, well, first I was of all, we didn't like each other in EOF dev. Let's be serious. Well, I don't like Brielle. I think everybody had preconcept, uh, preconceptions about Naya because everybody was saying that Naya just seemed mean without even talking to her. So I think everybody little had preconceptions know, about it. Naya. Ain't nothing. Little do everybody know it don't be nothing on my brain <laughs> at all. Zero. No. Zilch. Nada. Not a thing. I just have. Russian bitch face, but everybody knows that. Right. We did a really good job at picking like specific people who we really want to rock with and then incorporating them in our lives. And I think yeah. that was the biggest takeaway from actually going to school was making those those friend those friendships and yeah, making those those connections. Bonds. Yes. Right. But let's talk about extracurriculars. <laughs> because I will take the um, reins and say that I was the most sociable and the most oh, definitely. involved. Um, yeah, because look at me now. Still scrambling to put stuff on my resume. 
If, if that if like we had to talk about one thing we regret in college, I wish that I did a little bit more like uh extracurricular activities like and I I think it had a lot to do with the fact that when I come home like cuz I went home every weekend. Right, that's like, another thing. <laughs> And for everyone, so, that's the power of living in New Jersey. You know, yes. when you live in New Jersey, you go to school in New Jersey, you get to go home. <laughs> right. So, like, for me, like, it was, it was, it was, it was a regret, but it wasn't a big regret because, like, me personally, I was a lot more hands-on with my church and doing things for my church. So that's where my extracurricular came into play at. But as far as, like, taking advantage of being on campus, and like really like emerging myself in it could have could have done more yes at the same time i don't like like it's like it's a regret but it's not really a regret because mm -hmm. i still felt like felt like my experience fit what i needed to you know move on to the next place and um and I mean, I joined the radio station. I was always there. It just took me a while to join. Got a title. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I had fun. I, when I was talking to my mom, like, she was she was asking me, like, did you, how did you feel about a lot of the, like, the Black-specific organizations on campus? And I, I was like, like and I was like, I didn't like any of those people in those damn clubs. I did not like the clubs. I did not like what they represented. And that was mainly because of how I felt like they, how inclusive they were, how uninclusive they were when it came to like LGBTQ, because a lot of the black spaces that, that were there on campus, a lot of the conversations, and you guys could attest to this, a lot of the conversations will kind of go down to like hetero convos and like men and women. And if you date, yeah. like it would kind of go into those kind of conversations. And I would just always be like, yeah, so let me go exit stage damn left. Okay, I'm going to go this way. So if that's one of the things that I wish I kind of had was like, damn, I really wish I was a part of black clubs and, and more black organizations or whatever. But to be honest, that there was no room. Like, there was no room for me. And, other, and to be honest, that's how a lot of black queer people on campus felt. You didn't see a lot of black queer people on campus going and getting involved in these black orgs and stuff because they were just like... Right. Um, half, the, half the people that I found out was like, LGBTQ and black on campus didn't find that out until after we left. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that, you know, the discussions that we have, I'm like, did you know? And you like, did you know? And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, just like shocking or just like the stuff that people have told us after we left the campus. It's like, do you know how much of a like bigger impact you would have made had you said something while we was there but that's their problem that is their that problem is. but it's like those those specific clubs like were something that i wish i got involved in of course i did like the radio station i was an ra and i was a part of the myron student center and i did all that other good stuff i did a lot of shit but yeah you did i i, I commend myself i pat myself on the back for that one but yeah you won but for, sure as far did. as being a part of like black clubs and stuff, I really wish there was space. I, but we were also too smart. I feel like our friend group, yeah. like me, you, Naya, Zai, Brielle, like 
Torian. Uh, no, no, never mind. Not Torian. Don't, don't give him in not that. Torian. No, not absolutely not. It was, it was by <laughs> routine. Not with, the, not with the foolishness freshman year. It was by routine. It was by routine. Wait, what happened freshman year? <laughs> Mommy said no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what happened? But now I remember. But uh, we were too just smart. like, yeah, we and like, like I didn't feel in like inclined to join any of like those spaces. The only one that I was ever interested in was the was like the newer one, and it was what for the women. Yeah, for the women. The mm-hmm. one that Tisa's in, yeah, yeah, like that's the only one that, like, I went to like an interest meeting. I did sit. I feel like I did sit in a couple of different club meetings, or like I went to like their events, and I just knew that it wasn't for me, or like I just didn't feel like something like deep inside me say you need to change yourself. Yeah, I, I feel like we were also just too just just too aware of what was going on like yeah. a lot of the conversations then, didn't intrigue us <laughs> and a lot of things that were going on were ignorant and we were like yeah, we're just not going to join into ignorance conversations and then it didn't also help that some of these people that was inside those organizations like i knew like on like outside of the organization so it was kind of sort of like well why like you're not like like you like Dev, you know personally, like I used to stick up for a certain group of people, but you didn't like them because of how they portrayed themselves. But I'm like, no, like like I like know them, like they're not like that. So I felt like sometimes the organization may not be that terrible, but because of the stigmas around them, it really turns a lot of people off. And I just feel like they need to address that. Um, you can honestly cut this out of this <laughs> because honestly, I feel like I'm going on a dragon rant, but, but just saying like, just in general, like just knowing these people outside of the organizations and then like looking at the organizations that they joined, it's like, but you're not like that. You became this person, you became yes. this person that, that I don't necessarily think that i like or not or not even that but it just don't like like i think like people are convincing themselves and hyping themselves up to believe like these clubs and stuff that they join really aligned with their morals or is really doing something for them that is not and i guess that's just because i'm on the outside looking in and like me but Naya, you know what I was thinking also? I feel like a lot of these people were very much performative. Like we like these people join these specific black clubs or black organizations. Um f- they know they joined it for like the name of it, you know, to be like, well, I'm black and I joined this, but that's not how you really rock. Like, you know that's not how you rock, you know that's not what you're about. It was very much performative to me. Um and I just, I didn't really rock with that. And I feel like you could kind of sense that whenever we go to like an event or we go to like a, a, a meeting or whatever, and you just be like, yeah, girl, nah, y'all, y'all ain't really about it for real. So I think that was another reason why we were turned off. And with that being said, also, 
we had no interest joining anything that was not <laughs> that did not have anybody who represented us. Okay, we're just gonna make that very right. much clear. So those mm-hmm. other the white little clubs that they had going on, all that stuff, that was out of the question immediately as soon as we stepped on campus because we were like we ain't right. getting involved in that bullshit because them white folk at came at our school. Oh yeah. Ooh. And, but I just sat here and I thought about it as far as like extracurricular academically wise i did win you <laughs> I did will win. put that out there i did win academically yes. extracurricular but as far as like hands-on stuff it wasn't for me baby i like to use my brain <laughs> uh, we should we definitely have to address the radio station and the power that that station had okay that was the power like that it still has with the right people in the right places which let me just say i snapped okay i did what i needed to do i set the foundation very well <laughs> hold on wait because tasha's snapping too she is her. yes she, and and she Dev, i'm so happy that she's like like the vision that we have for the station she's really implementing it like when i said oh we like when the new like when the new semester start we should be introduced like besides just like updating the website like really using the instagram page to introduce the new djs um meet uh meet the show like stuff like that meet the board like stuff like that was something that i really like every time we had a meeting i really did bring it up like we need to be trying to do this and i'm happy that tasha is the one executing it i'm happy that she was i don't know if this is this is public knowledge you might have to bleep it out but i'm happy that she was the one to ask for the position so that we could get it together the whole damn section is probably going to get cut out at this point because it's just been a ramble now <laughs> but at the same shout out to tasha that's my girl yeah she, she's like, snapping she's snapping that radio station you know when i joined i joined freshman year and it was like a barren, it was a barren, it was dry. Then when it got renovated, and then when I started taking up more of a position over there, it really like did well. When I got the program director position junior year, oh, did that station flip and turn? Like we started seeing more people of color. We started, it was a, at one point with so many damn gay kids in that damn station you thought it was an LGBT club. Like it was was a lot of representation and it kind of overwhelmed me because i was like oh my gosh look at this little shit that i'm creating this little look army at my babies. look at my babies and so that radio station i think we we did what we needed to do and look and a lot of us are doing very well shout out to rich he's killing it currently so many people are just out here doing their damn thing there you go so i want to talk about <clears throat> What do you think was the darkest moment in your college experience? Sophomore year. <laughs> when I tell you, I think sophomore year is everybody's darkest moment. I don't think anybody really enjoyed sophomore year. Took me out and brought me back. That was, it was garbage. Sophomore year? Is that when we lived in um, Bartlett? Bartlett, yep. Yeah. And is that when... Those who will not be spoken on live with us. Yeah. Yeah. Sophomore year. Well, first of all, I could probably say every year for me, but 
I can say <laughs> freshman and sophomore for me. Junior was fine. Well, no, yeah. junior. I had a junior. I had a bad roommate. She wasn't really bad. She just got a but that. Face. But that wasn't that wasn't like dark for you, like right? No. So you I guess just I can up with her. Um, and I guess freshman wasn't really dark. I mean, looking back now, it's like, damn, I wish I didn't do all that stuff. But it was. Well, I wasn't was in the dark. Stupid. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't in a dark place. It was just dumb. But sophomore yeah. year, yeah, everybody went to a spiral. Honestly, it was. So- so bad. Well, we all were going through our own little things. I think that was when life really like kicked in real fast for a lot of us. Um, but oh my god, sophomore year was just so dark. I think a lot of it is kind of like fuzzy, like the day to day. Like I could kind of remember junior year and obviously senior year ended ended very fast. But right. sophomore year sophomore was sophomore year. Like, it's a blur, but we also remember what happened at the same time. Like, I can't remember the day-to-day, like you said, but you can remember the overall, like, feeling of the whole entire year. It was just, like, garbage. It started I'll off I'll tell you how it started. Yeah, it started up high. We was on a... Wait, we how did it start? We was huh? on, like, cocaine. Wait, <laughs> is that when we had Brielle's birthday? Is yep. that when it started? That's when it started going downhill, Brielle's birthday. Wait, when is Brielle's birthday? September. September. <laughs> Damn, it started going down in September. Yeah. We couldn't even make well, it to, we well, couldn't even make it to November. Well, it really started during the summer. But oh, we really talk yeah, about yeah, that. yeah. I don't but, know. But like Brielle's birthday is like right. when like everything really hit the fan. Like right. Yeah, it definitely did start in the summer, though. It started off on the bad foot before we even got there, number one. I didn't even want to be in that room. And I then once no, I did we not got there, once we got there, it was just like, now we see what the issue was. We were crackheads, and then it just went. Wait, and Deb, isn't right. that when you didn't live on campus? Yeah, yeah I, did, was I, I was commuting. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yup. And when I tell you it was a blur, because when I it, dead ass did start in September, like it started in September, October. Um, and then we were just kind of coasting. Halloween hit, and that's when y'all were acting like nuts. And then, oh, oh, guys, no. I get out. Screaming. Oh, he looks like yeah. Nigel is like older now. So Halloween, it still was good though, wasn't it? No, y'all were just losing your minds. Wait, I know that me and Naya were still on good terms at Halloween. Yeah, but... But I don't remember... Have we fell out with the other two before then? Were they there? I don't even remember them being there. No, when we fell out, it was was the spring semester. Everybody had left. Right, but I'm saying Halloween, they weren't there. Just, Just real. And I still don't even remember Brielle being there. I just remember me. She was. He was in every video. Oh, because I just remember me, you, Torian, and Sammy. I don't remember Brielle being there. I remember then Brielle ended up leaving, right? Was it before the second semester she ended up leaving? Yeah, Yeah, she left for the spring. Yes. So, yeah, that was a really, that was a dark, that was a blur because it just kind of zoomed. It was just toxic as hell. It was toxic. Year, the whole year. Well, some people were actually literally toxic, but we're gonna say oh, that. Yeah. But no, like, then, no, like her, like then, her bodily fluids were. To- oh, I know. <laughs> but even just people's energy rubbing off on the room made everybody literally hate each other. 
like everybody. Like mm. looking back right now, I don't know if Naya feels the same way, but me and Naya did not actually have like a genuine problem. It was just all the energy in that room got so pent up that it was just like, after that point, it was just like anything that happened would just set everybody off. I really want to get y'all's perspective on me being an RA. Um, like, <laughs> um, at this point, I think I can equip, I can make you equivalent to how Julian was as an RA. Really? Yes. Why would you yes, say that? Because, because Julian did what he had to do, very bare minimum, but he was also like the RA that everybody loved. Like people loved that he didn't do shit. Like, yeah. and he was like always there for a kiki. And yeah, I mean, you did what you had to do, but you also didn't really give a fuck. Like, you were just, like, doing the thing. Like, you were like, I'm taking my free housing, and that's that. When I, when I tell you, I think I enjoyed the position a lot more junior year. Mm-hmm. Because it was fresh, it was new. Yeah, right. And I really did enjoy a lot. And plus, junior year overall was a good year. So, I feel like it was just a lot of like greatness. It was new. Lanisha was there. Shout out to Lanisha. She was lovely. She was great. Um, so yeah, that first year I was like, yeah, this is it. And, but that second year, girl, just like, just like watch, like watching it from the outside, looking in, like they wanted to be this powerhouse, I guess you could say that they weren't because they like the leadership and it reflects it reflected like so like if you compare like housing when we were freshmen compared to like freshmen once we were juniors and seniors Mm -hmm. the whole entire like freshman year like more so speaking on freshman year experience was completely different like i felt like it's not it wasn't as hands like a like a hands-on experience the way that that like we were we were brought into our freshman year and how they carried our freshman year and like I won't say that it was the RA's fault I felt like it was more so leadership in the like the rules and stuff that they were trying to implement it it took away a lot of I won't say it took away a lot of freedoms but like it felt like some things were restrictive or it felt like more hand-holding because i remember from like when we were freshmen and it was kind of like all right you just make sure you don't get in trouble and that's it like just make sure you don't get in trouble do what you need to do and you're fine but it's like it was the constant of like you need to be doing this and you need to be doing that and you need to be doing this me me as already having to do that to to these adults like a lot of those to be honest like freshmen is just a term like these people are grown like a lot of those freshmen were damn near were 20 a lot of them were older than me at one point this one's like so it kind of got out of hand it was a little bit ridiculous like the amount of hand holding and programming and shit like you need to read the room these freshmen don't give a damn about no damn programs Mm -mm. these residents we we only probably went we only went to like two programs with julian and it was kind of like slapped together. It wasn't really shit. 
But even even as you guys then, went on, like y'all probably only showed up to a program, you know, probably once a month or something. To be that, honest, like there was a, right. so much emphasis on this programming to give res to give residents what to do. But in reality, it was kind of like these residents didn't want that. Like they wanted something else, or they wanted more interesting types of a programming. Like it just didn't it just didn't click in their damn heads. RSS is so foolish. But you know what? Yeah. But but then at the same time I felt like when when like so our freshman year our RSS was like from freshman year to to now they changed the whole entire board so um and Cougar Hall happened yeah and then Cougar Hall happened too and that was the whole shenanigans in the sky itself. Which is still a shenanigans because Kane University doesn't own Cougar Hall, but that's their business. Anyway, more so like um, just the lead, like like I was saying, because it had a lot to do with leadership. The leadership that they had freshman year for RSS was more, I want to say, like not necessarily organized, but more uniform and I felt like it was a little bit more cohesive so like the programs and stuff that was created for us was more for us like like more so like fitting for us and they were more enjoyable and then I felt like by the time you became an RA I felt like they were they were more pushing on you like the need to have people sign in like have like making people come to your event and sign in like you were more so worried about getting people coming to your event than you were actually well not saying like you necessarily but like putting in time and effort into the programs that were happening like that we experienced freshman year for us were more thought out more thoughtful more involved and more for me, I hated it for you because by the time senior year came, they were draining you. They were fighting you on stupid stuff that that didn't make any sense, and they thought that they were right, and and really they were wrong, and they need to apologize to you for that still to this day. I feel like, yeah, but <laughs> it was just it was to the point where you were where you were drained in it was tiring watching that because you really, the stuff that you were doing was more impactful than the nitpicking that they were doing. And I felt that once again, it had a lot to do with the leadership and they have on the boards now, because I feel like had you been already like our freshman year, even our sophomore year, the stuff that you were doing, it wouldn't have been no issue with. Yeah, I agree. It was uh, like that that second year really started to deteriorate me, especially after the whole bulletin board situation like that really. And it really sucked because I felt like I was closer to my residents the second year. Oh, obviously, Zachary, Sincere, shout out to them. Like I was so close to a lot of my residents that second year. And I felt like I couldn't if I were to have had them my first year, oh, it would have been such an amazing experience for them and, and and for me as well but since I got so I feel like I just didn't give my all to them and I feel like that sucks because as freshmen like having dope ass RAs your freshman year is like 
the best thing. Like, this is the best foundation. And, and the fact that I couldn't give that to them because my energy was drained, uh, that sucks. I, I really, I feel so, so, so bad for them. I really couldn't tell you where I would have went if I didn't go to any other school. Like, if I really had to go to... You probably would have went to Stockton. No, I never even replied to Stockton. I wasn't going to Atlantic City. I don't like Atlantic City. So. What about Rowan? Would you have gone to Rowan? I can't stand Rowan. I wasn't going to Rowan either. Did I apply to Rowan? I did apply to Rowan. I got accepted in their EOF program, too. And their EOF program is way better than Kings. I got into Rowan, too. I got into William Patterson as well. Didn't apply to Willie P. My cousin told me not to apply there because he went there. Girl, um, they're on a mountain. And there's snakes and, and deers and shit and, and, and bears. First of all, this cousin, this cousin that went to Willie P, his freshman year, he was up in New York selling CDs, sneakers, T-shirts, hoodies. He was selling everything. That's so ghetto. I'm looking like. But Willie P's a ghetto ass school, so. I wasn't even like Willie P wasn't even on my radar. Like, you couldn't even tell me that Willie P was in New Jersey. I could tell you the schools that I applied to in New Jersey. I applied to Keene. I applied to Rutgers. Camden and Rutgers, New Brunswick. New, Br- New Brunswick denied me, and then the next day, Camden accepted me. I don't know what that's about. If I were to have gone to Rutgers, New Brunswick, my sister went to Rutgers. I'm happy that they denied me once I seen the campus. <laughs> oh, I, it, was a, it was a hard no when I saw that how big that damn campus was. Yes, Rutgers, New Brunswick. Yep. That's how I felt too, because that's the only other university other than Kane that, well, even though Kane doesn't offer it now, but that was the only university in New Jersey that offered meteorology as a major. And I went there. I went on a tour there. Somebody, somebody that my mom worked with, her daughter went there. It was like her senior year, and this was like before I was a freshman. And I had just joined her for the day, like for her classes and stuff. I was like, absolutely not. I'm not taking no bus to get to class. I'm not doing that. It was a hard no. It was a hard no. Absolutely. I mean, Rogue goes there now. But that's different being a graduate student. Yeah. Yeah. Because I I was thinking about it and I was looking like maybe now, as it like. I would do it as a graduate student now that I got the whole college experience. I'm applying back to. to Right. I would do it as a graduate student. I don't feel the need to be immersed in all the campus life. I'm going to get my second degree and that's it. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't want to be around those depressed ass kids and (laughs) and their whole college. Hell no. I feel like as a graduate student, Rutgers is definitely like a go. But as an undergrad, it's a hell no, nope. it's a hard said, absolutely no. not. As and soon as I saw the campus and I saw that we had to get on the bus to go to like a Spanish class, I was like, absolutely not. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> and especially being me being the introverted person that I am. It's different if you're like, you're, you know, you thrive off of that kind of stuff. No, I don't. Was too huge for me. Like, yeah, like they, all the classes were like, all the classes were like, I don't want to be in hall. a lecture, like lecture hall. Because me personally, I like the fact that the classrooms are small, smaller because they're more intimate, they're more mm-hmm. detail oriented yeah. compared to like I feel like a larger class, you might be stuck writing like more papers or doing more exams because that's the only way that the teacher, like the professor, knows that you're getting the information that you need. And half of the time, they don't even know you're there. It was thirty other people yeah. in the class. It doesn't even matter if you're there or not. They're not taking attendance. 
So at that point, if you don't feel like you have to be there, you're not going to be there, especially as a freshman. So I feel like it's very easy if a large university like that to just take advantage and freeload because those professors aren't going to miss you. They don't even know who you are. They couldn't even pick you out of a crowd. If, and, so, if I really wish y'all guys got the chance to see the living situations that these kids were in because right, I didn't, I didn't see the, um, the dorms. So the dorms is one thing, but there was a lot of off-campus housing at Rutgers uh, and the off-campus housing, we would just kind of stuff a whole bunch of college students in a house. Um, you know, my friend Naya went to Rutgers, and she was living in a house with, like, eight other people. It was eight other bedrooms in there. And no, it was a lot. Then her, the dude she was talking to at the time, like, he lived in, um, in a house. It was, like, with three other dudes. And it was a mess. Like, these I said I cannot do it. Like the reason why those kids get lit all the damn time at Rutgers or even at other universities, like they get lit all the damn time because they literally are trying to suppress their sadness. <laughs> right. And first of all, people already be trifling at Kane University. So God forbid you lived in a house with eight people where um, nobody can is coming you to imagine check out. Where nobody's off campus housing. Nobody's doing room checks. Nobody's doing none of that. They already be trifling at Kane University. They already damn near burnt down the building with that hookah underneath the thing in the crotch. So God forbid if there's nobody really following behind you in an off-campus housing. Mm -mm. Can you imagine if Kane had off-campus housing? Yeah. I remember they had that. They did frat offer off-campus housing, and all those apartments is by Trop. That was Kane property, and they're getting it yep. back because. Uh, yeah, they're trying to make it big, right? They trying yeah, to make like it a college it, town. They wanted to be a college town, and cause my cause my cousin went to Keene, and he uh, and he he said he was talking about the off campus, uh, off campus housing. He was talking about when Cougar when Cougar um, uh, what is it called? Well, Cougar's Den. I was about to call it Cougar's Bar when Cougar's Den was a bar. So. He, but that's another so he, thing. I feel like Kane really was like was doing a lot when it came to like you know restricting us from doing grown shit because to be honest, Kane did was they filled really? did they really? Because we did it all four years. I mean, we did it and we did it anyways. But like changing cougars, you could have kept cougars in a cougars bar. Like you could have kept that. No, I don't think so. Why it not? But they, but they closed show. it because the school was getting a lot of lawsuits. And it's different. It's different when it's a larger university and they're getting hit with lawsuits left and right. They right. can afford to take those financial like hits, but mm -hmm. Keen is small. So yeah. for them to keep getting hit with lawsuits because of stuff happening on their campus is different. Yeah, they're not about to keep. They're not about to keep putting money into that, which is why they they implemented. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's why they implemented right. what they implemented on there. Mm -hmm. Did it help? No. A little bit, but not really. Right. I mean, they called themselves limiting us, but did they really? I mean, people still did what the hell they wanted to do. They smoked in the quads. They didn't give a fuck. Right. Girl, they smoked right my building. <laughs> that's what I'm I'm saying. Right in the middle of the quads, though, where oh, the yeah, police yeah. station is right there. Right at um Cougars Den. What's the um what's the freshman building called that's closed now? Dougal? Whiteman and Dougal. Yeah. They will be smoking on Dougal patio, like right where the cops are. 
So y'all really didn't do nothing. Like the only thing but that they would ever do guys, is like, but anywhere you go, you like people really do you like sit in front of like police. They don't care. Places. They don't care. And so as much as Kane wants to call itself a dry campus, not in the four years I was there. The only thing the cops would ever do is literally shut down like if something was really getting like too too rowdy, like or at homecoming or something. Other than that, they weren't doing nothing but riding around looking stupid. Because we was all still going about our business. But so I will but that, say, but that's not the thing though. That's what? like I felt like I feel like like when like people like make like the rules known, it's more so to cover them than to cover you. So like, yeah, yeah, they letting you still do what you want to do, but just know like if it does get to the point where if something like series really went down, the the oh, fault would be you. placed on you, and that's oh, that. like your like it's like your boo boo to fall if something really happens now because we told you it's in it's in our handbook it's in our policy we we yeah. verbally told you you signed forms whatever the case may be so like yeah you think you're getting away with murder but if something serious happens. It's all falling back on you. Yeah, and that's true. And that's, As an RA, that's, that's, that's why they examples. placed it there because they were tired of picking up lawsuits for stuff that was not out of their control because of they didn't have rules in place for that. And that's why they're there. That's it. That's all. Right. That's true. So now let's talk about some of the positive moments that we had. I would say homecoming was definitely a positive moment that we've had. Um, which year? Which year? Ooh, well, this past year was, I think, was top tier. I thoroughly enjoyed. Justice came up there. It was a good time. Yeah, Naya came up there. I mean, first of all, I'd be belligerent every year, so you can't go by me. That's true. We had, there was a couple of great lituations before we got booted off that damn campus. I felt like homecoming was great. The Meet the Greeks after shenanigans were really good. Shout out to, I I can't believe I'm saying this. Shout out to the damn Sigmas, because that party. Was I there? Yeah, girl, you were there. The Sigmas. Wait, what? Sigma? What are they? The blue ones. Sigmas. We was at the Sigmas house. Sigmas, but Sigmas, I like went downhill for everybody once we left the Sigmas. Once party. we left the Sigmas and went to that Spanish spot, we were like, "Why are we here?" Like we were bored. We th- I thought it would be a lot more lit than that. I know, but as soon as, but as soon as we left the Sigmas party, it got shut down. Like, that, that's true. So we we kind of dodged a bullet right there, to be honest. Right, but no, we had a good time while we were there, though. Yeah, yeah, we did have a couple good moments before before we had to leave. We did. We did have a couple good moments. I'm pissed, but you know, it is what I it mean, is. I mean, but all in all, Dev, we won junior year. Like that was our year. Me and Naya, every <laughs> single day of junior year was kind of shenan- every weekend. We would definitely be like, "Damn, let's go to the liquor store." <laughs> It wasn't even the weekend. It was the week. It was during the and week. I'd be like, come on, Dev. Then, any snow day, I was up at Montclair. <laughs> Every time we had a snow day, what was I doing? Yeah. You were up at Montclair. And I was and going I, to Montclair at night. <laughs> and I was in my damn residence rooms. That's talk where the about, hell I was at. Talking about, talk, talk about night, where are you, Dev? I'm in Montclair. Right. I'm like, damn, girl. I don't really... I don't really remember any snow days during junior year. There was snow. There was a lot of snow days. I don't like, know. like once, like January and February hit. 
I literally have nothing but memories of just straight up snow days. Like yeah, snow like, days oh, in was general snow was day? lit at Kane. Like especially our freshman year when we had snow days. Freshman year, yeah, we were popping off. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the Devon Hour and college yeah. really like the way it, the show has evolved, but then also just the amount of people that we met, and honestly, just the radio station in general and all that stuff really became so important. Like every single downtime that we had, <laughs> we were over there. M- mainly me and I. Me and I were there. Were there almost all damn day at, at sometimes. Like we were just there. Yeah, especially especially like senior senior year. When T like T like T moved out, and I was just at the radio station all day every day. Why? Because there was nobody to go home to. <laughs> right, <laughs> we were just there, just chilling. But just being there, just being there, it was just, it was just my space. Like I could get my work done. If if I had problems, like there was always somebody to talk to. There was always somebody there to pick up on like your mood, your vibe, like yeah. It was just a, like it was just a safe space, and there's I, a lot of um. We accomplished that. I feel like we really accomplished creating a safe space on campus, and I'm happy that going forward, that is going to be a safe space for more people. Um, because of the shit that we did. I'm so, that's one thing. If I left one thing on this earth, I said I left WKNJ, bitch. Period. (laughs) (laughs) That's that. Um, So to end this off, I want to just share a couple final thoughts because fortunately there is, there's a good amount of people who are going into college that listen to the Devon Hour, which shocked me when I was looking at like the analytics and talking to people. I was like, y'all really listening to this damn podcast? But anyways, uh, just take your college experience and make it your own. And that's, I feel like, is the, the best advice you could have. You, the campus is there. The campus is your canvas, bitch, okay? You make that shit your own. And you do what you need to do. Have fun. Um, don't become an RA. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> make friends. Also, make sure you have a tight core group of friends that could check you and humble you the amount of times that y'all had to humble me a couple of motherfucking times i'm very appreciative <laughs> girl i'm still checking you <laughs> every every now almost every other day naya what you think devin shut up relax <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i feel like i do feel like we got very lucky finding one another because i could say that a lot of people who we know um from college they don't really have the same core group of friends that we have so i feel like we got very very lucky with the people that we have chosen to associate ourselves with um so yeah overall college experience i will give it if it's a scale out of 10 i'll give it a solid and heavy seven (laughs) i'll give it an eight Eight. i'll give mine a 6.5 those are fair numbers because <laughs> it could be a lot from better. from all our own experiences too like yep 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 i say that's very fair so is anything you guys would like to leave off with the with the devon hour audience um be prepared to hear from my master experience <laughs> what masters Girl, when you going to grad school? In the fall. Oh, did you apply already? 
in the process. Girl. <laughs> we'll see you when you get there. I guess Macy, it looks like you'll be graduating on stage at this rate. I hope so. I don't know what's With gonna the be going to be going on. With the vaccine, most likely. I know, maybe so. I don't know what's going to be going on, but maybe y'all will have a graduation to come to. If, at any rate, y'all will have a graduation party to come to at my house. And, if that's, else. and that is all I care about. If nothing else. So <laughs> That's it. That's all I care about. I'll hit yep, up Zai. So, Come on, Zai. Let's go. <laughs> right. So, yep. At this point, um, as far as me, yep. Just going to be applying for graduation within the next week or two. And we're just sure going to see your what fee. happens. We're just gonna see what I know. Right? Yeah, you want to say make sure you pay their your fee, like they don't slap that on to you. To <laughs> first of all, you don't even technically pay it, which is what kills me. Didn't we apply that to our refund check? Yeah, they, they did something strange where it was just like, okay, I had my hundred dollars ready, I was ready to pay, and then they just slapped it onto my term bill, but I technically didn't even pay on my term bill. I don't know where that hundred dollars went, where it came from, but that was none of my business.